Hey, this is Mark with A Present Word, where scripture is shared with insightful and practical applications for you today. Gospel of John, chapter 13, verse 33. Little children, I shall be with you a little while longer. You will seek me. And as I said to the Jews, where I am going, you cannot come. Jump to verse 36. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered him, where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you shall follow me afterward. Next chapter, John chapter 14, verse 2. In my father's house are many mansions or dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. What I find interesting in the verse in John 14, 2 is, In my Father's house are many dwelling places, if it were not so, I would have told you. So the question is, why is Jesus telling them this? Why is he telling them he's going away to prepare a place for them? Why is he telling them in his father's house there's many mansions? What's the significance of this teaching? How does this relate to us, you and me, personally today? Is this word just for the inner circle of the 12 disciples? Or is it a present word for us today to encourage us? I believe it's a present word for us today. If we go further into John chapter 17, verse 24, Jesus' high priestly prayer, he prays, Father, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am, and that they may behold my glory which you have given me. You notice that the Lord says that they may behold. He didn't say that these, meaning those present at his prayer, He says that they, meaning all future believers that the Father gives to Jesus, may be with him where he is beholding his glory. I believe that's us. That's you and me. That's the present church. I would also like to suggest that there is a correlation to what Jesus has gone away to prepare for us in heaven is directly related to our life of faithfulness here on earth to his word. In Proverbs 24, verse 3, Through wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. By knowledge the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. We know that Jesus has gone away to prepare a place for us as we live by faith here in him and are steadfast and loyal to his word and the leading of his Holy Spirit. I believe we are filling our dwelling place and storing up riches of precious things in our eternal home in heaven. See, by knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. See, it's through wisdom this house is built, and by understanding, it's established. I believe that's what Jesus is doing in Proverbs 24, 3. But in verse 4 is our part. See, we're filling these rooms with these pleasant riches. We have read in Matthew chapter 6, 19, that do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth. We've all heard that right? But do lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. That's verse 20. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The emphasis here is for yourselves. Our heart is either going to be on earth and earthly treasures or in heaven, sending up heavenly treasures to fill the mansion Jesus has gone away to prepare for us. 
I don't believe God's lacking treasure in heaven, that he needs us to send more treasure up so that God can heap up more treasure for himself. Are not for God, these treasures are for us, because he's saying, lay up for yourselves treasures. See, we're filling our rooms and our eternal dwelling place with precious things acquired through our life in Christ while we live here on earth. These treasures that me and you are accumulating can only be acquired through believing faith and loyal obedience to God's Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. See, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, not lay up for yourselves treasures for God in heaven. No, these are for us. These are treasures we are accumulating, either going to leave our treasures on earth, go up and have nothing. See, our rooms will be empty. Yeah, we'll have a dwelling place there. Or we can forsake our earthly treasures now and go up and find that our, our treasure box is full because we've sent these treasures up ahead. It's our choice. We decide. Jesus is just giving us his perspective on what we should be laboring for. In other words, Jesus' advice to you and me is, well, if it were me, I would lay up treasures in heaven. The Gospel of John chapter 12, verse 26, if anyone serves me, let him follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my Father will honor. Now, you may notice that the emphasis on this verse is to follow me and serve me. See, him who follows me and him who serves me, then the Father will honor us. Why is he going to honor us? Because we're honoring his Son. And we also get the double blessing of being where he is as well. That where I am, there my servants will be also. Well, where is the Lord? Well, he's on his throne. And we know that we can now come boldly before the throne he hears our petitions and requests because we are with him. See, we're following him and we're serving him. These things are very important. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1, If you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Well, the emphasis on this verse is seek things that are above. See, set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth. And when Christ appears, we will appear with him in glory. Well, the amazing thing is this scripture is really answering Jesus' prayer in John chapter 17, verse 24, which states that they may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which you have given me. Hebrews 11, verse 8. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. He went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Well, like Abraham, today we are dwelling in our tent, our physical bodies, with our loved ones who are also heirs of what Christ accomplished on the cross through faith in his name. We also wait for a city which has foundations, and that's the new Jerusalem, which is above. See, it's our heavenly home, our heavenly eternal habitation. While we wait here 
in this life, like Father Abraham and the disciples before us waiting for his return, our faithfulness to him at this time is vital. See, through faith in Jesus, we will reap in this life and also in our life to come. God is the builder. God is the maker. God is building us, his church, as his own personal dwelling place, a city which has foundations, not on this earth, but in the heavenlies. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. See, we're being built a holy temple for God in the Spirit. That's what the Lord is doing in his church. But I believe simultaneously he's building us a future dwelling place of our own in the heavens. So our participation in being built together into this dwelling place of God in the Spirit has great significance because it relates to these treasures and these precious things that we're accumulating. See, silver, gold, and precious stones, these are things that will make it through the fire up and up into our heavenly habitation. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 29, God speaking, Do not be terrified or afraid of them. The Lord your God who goes before you, he will fight for you according to all that he did for you in Egypt before your eyes and in the wilderness where you saw how the Lord God carried you as a man carries his son in all the ways that you went until you came to this place. Yet for all that you did not believe the Lord your God, who went in the way before you to search out a place for you to pitch your tents and to show you the way you should go in the fire by night and the cloud by day. While living in the world in these physical tents, it's very challenging, particularly to those of us who are getting older. And as believers, it's not for the faint of heart. But as God spoke to Israel as they journeyed through the wilderness, he said to them, do not be afraid, do not be terrified. God is saying the same thing to us today. He's going before us. He's fighting our battles. Like he carried Israel in the wilderness, he's carrying you and me as a man carries his own son. But we have to be careful that we're not found in unbelief, not believing the Lord, not believing that he is able to get us through to the end, like Israel of old in the wilderness. God said to Israel, yet for all that I did for you, you did not believe the Lord. As God went before Israel in the wilderness to search out a place for them to pitch their tents, there was a fire by night and a cloud by day. Today, he is with us also, just like he was with Israel. He is our fire by night and our cloud by day. Now, though, through his personal spirit, the Holy Spirit, which is much greater than Israel had available to them. See, for Israel, it was an outward manifestation. They saw the fire, you know, the, the, the cloud by day, the, the pillar of fire by night. But for us, it's now an inward manifestation. See, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. The Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. John chapter 14, verse 5, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, Thomas, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Today, many are facing challenges and difficulties. You may be seeking for a way through like Thomas. You're asking, 
How can I know the way? Well, Jesus is the way. Jesus is our life. Jesus will always tell us the truth and lead us in a good path. However, we cannot lean to our own understanding, but we have to acknowledge him in all our ways, and he will guide us through. You see, the cloud by day was Jesus, day by day, and the pillar of fire was Jesus, night by night. And it's the same today. Jesus, through his Holy Spirit, he is our guide. He is our teacher. He is our counselor. You know, his beautiful word. He will lead us to where we need to pitch our tent. He will go before us and he will fight our battles. Jesus will always bring you and me the victory. Our part, well, we have to believe. We can't be in unbelief like Israel of old. We have to believe God is able. See, we have to follow him and we have to serve him. In my father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. I hope this message was helpful to you today. If you would like to be notified of future podcasts, click the follow button. If you're on Google, click subscribe. This is a free podcast. We are a listener-supported ministry. If you would like to donate, click the PayPal link in the podcast. If you're on our website, click the heart button. To contact me, my email is apresentword at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.